the heart of Shaja. This is Pulse 95. Life Beats Life Beats with Sally Musa only on Pulse 95. 95. Yes, welcome back to Life Beats with me, Sally Musa. It is time to welcome to the show our favourite arts and culture reporter from the National, Saeed. Saeed, welcome back. Good morning, Sally. Great to have you with us. Every time we talk to you, you're away somewhere jet-setting. But thankfully, <laughs> <laughs> right now you've got your feet firmly in the ground back in the UAE. Yes, it is good to be back, and the weather is great. It'll be a crime to eat the UAE yes. you know, while the weather gets better. Yes, yes, exactly. It is amazing right now. Uh, finally, we've got that beautiful winter weather just coming in. Um, now, uh, the thing that we're talking about, everybody is talking about, is, of course, the Sharjah International Book Fair, Said. We had the opening uh, just yesterday, some huge names uh, coming to uh, Sharjah that we'll be talking about in just a moment. But I think we really have to mention uh, His Highness Sheikh Dr. Sultan bin Mohammed Al-Qasimi, um, the way that he opened the fair with a, a wonderful tribute to his wife, Her Highness Sheikh Jawahar bin Mohammed Al-Qasimi, uh, chairperson of the Supreme Council of Family Affairs. He presented her with the Sharjah coronet uh, for dedicated services to society. That's right. And, you know, it's, it's just a beautiful way to begin this festival. I mean, and it, also, and it also shows how dear this festival is to the heart of His Highness. I mean, you know, he, you know, he began it, um, you know, all those years ago. And, it, and, you know, and he takes a personal interest. And this is a beautiful way, you know, to kickstart what would be, you know, an amazing 10 days of intellectual discussion and book sales. I love what he said, Said. He said, I launched an appeal to stop building concrete structures and build knowledge and culture in 1979. In 2019, it'll be 40 years since that appeal. And when we look back, we can see that we have built a 40-year legacy of giving and exceptional cultural achievements. I can never take the sole credit for this. I say we have achieved everything together and I would like to once again thank you all for your contribution to the fair's 40-year journey and success in enlightening humankind. It's it, The fair has been going for 37 years, but really, as <clears throat> His Highness says, that quest has been going for almost four decades. It's extraordinary. Yeah, and it also proves that, you know, he, uh, he is a visionary. He has a long-term vision. And that's the thing about building culture. It's an organic process. It, it, you know, it's not like building a building, you know, within a couple of months it's there. It takes, you know, it's like gardening. It takes care, you know, and, you know, and, and with each year it grows. And, you know, and now the charge of book fair is like the fourth largest book fair in the world. And it shouldn't, you know, and I wouldn't be surprised within a decade, it will be the biggest book fair in the world. It's extraordinary. I mean, we've got millions of books that you can just walk through the fair. You need a few days. You know, luckily it's on uh, for quite some time. You need a few days. Uh, you can't just visit in one day and be done with it. There are so many different things going on throughout the book fair. And you do need to come back. There are some amazing authors, Said, and you've just been, you've been watching some of the biggest. Yes. Uh, the great thing you know, about the Sharjah Book Fair is that it provides a platform 
for Arabic authors, you know, regional Arabic authors, um, you know, to, uh, to showcase their work. So there's not many events like that within the region that, you know, that kind of give Arabic authors, you know, their much-deserved limelight. And there's plenty um, of great authors from the region that are coming here. We're talking about uh, um, the Palestinian poet and novelist Ibrahim Nasrallah, who this year won the International Prize for Arabic Fiction. We also have Sadi Suelah um, from Syria. He's the winner of the Sheikh Zayed Book Award. He won it earlier this year, as well as the Algerian poet and novelist Ahla Mustaghanaymi. Just an unbelievable lineup. When you think about that, all of these authors are going to be in one place and you can actually go and listen to them speak, get your books signed um, and finally meet them because um, I was talking to uh, Zora Qureshi, she's the director of Arawi Restaurant, who were also doing book signings with Ibrahim Nasrallah, uh, amongst others, and, and saying to her, it really, it's a li- it can be a life-changing moment when you finally meet the author of some of the books that you've read that have impacted your life so much. Yes, that's right. And often, I mean, and it's also important for the authors as well. Many of the authors that I speak to, they love coming to the Sharjah Book Fair because there is, I mean, within, you know, the craziness, you know, of all the, you know, all the um, over a million people coming, there is um, intimate sessions where they can discuss, you know, their work. I mean, Ibrahim Nasrallah, I mean, he's a big deal. I mean, he's going to be giving um, a very intimate workshop on his writing techniques. He's going to be discussing the way he uses narrative, you know, wow. the way he creates his structure. I mean, this is like a masterclass. It is a masterclass. Right? That's yeah, amazing. Yes, yes, and it's done and it's done free of charge. You just walk in there and you have this master in front of you. Oh, my goodness. I just can't. That's incredible. And the thing is, as well, even if you don't know these authors, um, you need you can get down there and discover something completely new. And then it just broadens your world, broadens your horizons. You understand experiences um, that were not within your realm before. It's life changing no matter how you look at it. It's incredible. And that's the thing, because there's so many, there's like hundreds of stalls there. I mean, find, going to the Sharjah Book Fair sometimes is akin to going on a, on a treasure hunt. Yes. You know, <laughs> you, know, if you, you know, if you give it time, you know, you, I mean, you do discover you know, some really interesting words. I mean, for myself, I found some great, you know, some great books, um, you know, from Arabic authors translated into English. So there's, you know, there's some great publications there, like Saki, which is a wonderful publishing house, you know, which is based in London and Beirut. They're going to be there. That's a great collection um, of, of English um, translated works of some of the biggest um, authors from the region. Do you know uh, who I saw yesterday? I saw the Nigerian writer um, Okachekwu Ophili. Um, he, he's the one who wrote uh, How Intelligence Kills. Uh, but I was also talking to him about his book, The Girl with the Magical Hair. Um, mm. And it's an amazing book. And uh, we're gonna, I'm, I'm going to be uh, playing out the interview with him in the second hour. But really, you know, what he talks about, you know, it, the Nigerian experience, it, it takes you into another world. And that is phenomenal. That is just something else to be able to get that insight, to get that um, feel for what others go through, what others have to think about, how others see the world. It is magical. It is amazing. And that is why we love the book fair so much. Said, stick with me uh, because coming up next, uh, we're going to be talking Pride Orchestra.
bringing Egyptian street music to the heart of Sharjah. This is so exciting. I can't wait for this. This is Life Beats on Pulse 95. This is Pulse 95. Life Beats. Life Beats with Sally Musa only on Pulse 95. 95. Yes, you're back with Life Beats and we're taking a look at all of the things going on this weekend in and around Sharjah, in and around the UAE and uh, we are doing it with Said Said, the arts and cultural reporter at The National. Now Said, uh, you've picked up on something that is happening in the heart of Sharjah this weekend. We're going to be seeing Egyptian street music uh, coming here uh, courtesy of Pride Orchestra. Tell us a bit more about that. Yes, that's right. Um, if if anyone's for, if anyone is uh, has a passing interest in the in the Arabic indie music scene, then you know their you know their eyes will water. You know at the lineup. <laughs> you know that's this coming. is amazing. So, yeah. 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 So yeah. So Pride Orchestra is essentially you know a super group. You know featuring you know of some of the of some of the best names. You know, from the Arabic indie music scene, you have this amazing hypnotic vocalist, Maryam Saleh. You know, she, um, also you have Morris Luca. He's, a, he's an amazing um, multi-instrumentalist. And you also have um, a rising star, the singer, the singer called Mada Shazli. So they're all part of an orchestra that's going to be performing kind of um, uh, an electro version of shabby music, which is kind of Egyptian street music that we can hear now in weddings and street parties in Cairo. But they kind of take it to a whole new level. I was listening to Pride, um, which is made of made of a Pride Conquer and Raed Yassin, um, and they've brought together this sound that sounds familiar, but at the same time, it's unlike anything we've ever heard before. Yes, that's right. So, yeah. So basically, um, the Pride Orchestra. Um, it's, an, it's a new extension of a, of a duo called Riot. Yeah. So basically, um, the Sharjah Arts the Sharjah Arts Foundation commissioned, um, you know, um, Pride to um, to produce a whole new show to be performed in Sharjah this weekend. And the duo basically built um, this orchestra and they're bringing them down for the show. Yeah. And so basically, what they do is they take shabby music and they add electronic music elements. They add some kind of um, elements of freeform jazz. So the sound is kind of familiar, yet exotic, experimental, and also a little bit challenging as well. You know, it, it's really interesting because, like you said, it is the kind of music that you hear at weddings and street parties. And it, of course, originated in Cairo back in the 1970s. Um, but tell us more about shabby music, its place and what it means. Well, well, well. Shabi music is originated, you know, um, in the streets of Cairo in a, around the 1970s. It is defined, you know, by its kind of underclass roots and its hodgepodge of sounds that mixes classical Arabic music and, you know, and folk music. So, for example, you know, a lot of Shabi music will begin with a mawal, which is, you yeah. know, a vocal a cappella. And then, and then it kind of kicks into this kind of folk music. Now, the thing with shabby music, um, during the 70s and 80s, it was kind of looked down upon by the music yeah. industry because it's, it's viewed as a bit too coarse, it's a bit too kind, it's, it's not refined enough. Very so, rough, very, you know, because it's from the street. Yeah. Yes, yes, that's right. So a lot of, you know, um, um, distributing companies and record labels refused 
to um, to release these things. So shabby music kind of spread through cassettes and you know and pirated tapes and you know and word of mouth. But it, it's only like within the last um, the last decade or so that um, shabby music came back. But it came back in a different way, Sally, because now um, shabby music has kind of incorporated a lot of electronic music. So now you're seeing a lot of synthesizers, you know, some you know some like you know, and, and beats coming in. So it's kind of wilder and it's more flamboyant and much more entertaining. It just it sounds absolutely amazing. And uh, one of those uh, one of the reasons why both. Um, Yasin and Konka um, kind of headed into, you know, really reviving that shabby music because, uh, you know, it has those amazing riffs, the keyboard riffs. And it's kind of it feels a little bit almost like, um, you know, has that trans quality of like, uh, you know, trans music, I was going to say. Um, no. Yeah, that's right. Because I mean, a lot of these songs. I mean, I mean, I mean, we're talking about this new version of shabby music, mm-hmm. you know, that, that, that emerged, you know, over the last decade. Um, yeah. So yeah. So it has a lot of synthesizer, a lot of electronic music, and you know, and the songs are basically r- repetitive as well. They, you know, they go on for about ten to fifteen minutes. And there are know? lots so, of samples. Yeah, so yeah. The whole point is to kind of get you into this kind of trance, you know, into kind of just feeling the music, you know. So in a way. You know, it's, it's, so 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 in a way, it's almost kind of like similar to kind of jazz. It, it, it's very evocative. It's very immersive. You know, you're kind of meant to feel it, as opposed to kind of analyze it intellectually. It is very cool. Uh, I can't wait for them to come out. Uh, also, being uh, joined, uh, joining the Pride Orchestra are going to be guitarist Sam Shelby, uh, who lives in Canada, and he is the mastermind behind the instrumental groups Land of Kush and the Shelby Effect. Yes, that's right. I mean, one thing you know that uh, the, 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 that the duo has did for this show is they take no chances. They brought you know nearly half a dozen amazing musicians who are kind of experts you know um, in their craft. And I, uh, when I was chatting to the duo about the show that they'll be performing um, on uh, on Saturday night, there'll be a lot of improvisation as well. So you'll be seeing in certain songs Sam Shalaby you know taking the lead, while on another song you'll see Miriam Sam who has this amazing kind of ethereal voice taking the lead. So it's going to be like, it's going to be kind of similar, you know, to a jazz show. Songs might go on for 15 minutes, depending on the vibe. You know, it's going to be a really, really interesting um, experience. It's going to be brilliant. I I cannot wait for this. Like you said, it is happening on Saturday night uh, and in the heart of Sharjah, in the heritage area, it starts at 8 p.m. It's free entry. Uh, and if you want to find out more, just go to sharjaart.org. Amazing things coming out of Sharjah Art, I tell you what. Um, and this is just the latest. Um, now, coming up, uh, Saeed, I want to talk to you uh, about a singing superstar who has apparently converted to Islam. It's, uh, it's a story uh, that has really got me uh, amazed and, and baffled. But we'll talk about it with you after the break, it is Life Beats on Pulse 95. Heart of Shadow.